Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Hey. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Ray Tucker on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. I must ask you, what does it mean by player's report? It means they left for a couple days and then they came back. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it means now. (laughs) I saw that and I just started chuckling. I, I... I uh, alluded to this earlier in the program that um, I clipped, I saved all the stuff, all the key dates you, <laughs> you had down there uh, mm-hmm. in the story. Wednesday, August the 2nd, we'll get to hear from Coach Pittman, Coach Souders. Then on Thursday, August the 3rd, the players report, where'd they go? And then uh, Friday, August the 4th, the first day of fall camp. Mm-hmm. When Ready. Is, yeah. When is media day? Uh, usually, I feel like in the past it's been done on maybe the Saturday or Sunday after they start, but it's not really, I mean, they don't really do a media day anymore. No, they don't. Last time I can remember is really when Chad was uh, head coach and they had, what, I mean. Was it Chad, under Chad, Trey, that we went through? The locker room, the players were at their lockers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those were I good. I feel like I, with I Chad, like it was. I feel yeah. like we might have done that, but one year I remember, or the last year, the second year, I remember they had basically all the players in the indoor football facility in a mm. like an oval, and you could walk around and talk to everybody. That's the last time I remember it being done mm. like that. Hmm. I like the locker room. I, I think Bielema did that, didn't he? Yeah, I'm, I went up. Yes, uh, we did that some with Bielema yeah. also. Um, I used to always take advantage of the opportunity to talk to the, all the freshmen mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. because that was the last time that we would be able to speak with any of them. So I always made sure to me and Danny would just go around to every freshman and and you know get them on video and talk to them a little bit because then after that they were they were just off limits. But uh, yeah. It, if they even do it this year, all it'll be is just like a regular press conference. It'll be, um, it'll be Sam Pittman and like two players, maybe four players, something like that. If they even do it, but mm-hmm. it's not. I mean, it's no, it's no different than you know what they're going to do anyway. They'll have Jimmy Smith on Saturday, right? And they'll bring in a couple of running backs, you know, and you know it's. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know that there's any real reason in this day and age yeah. to do a media day like they used to. Uh, last last time I came up for media day, they were in, in front of their lockers, and that worked well for about thirty thirty five minutes. And some of the guys got bored, and they started shuffling around, going to talk to their friends. And you couldn't find right, anybody. Right. Here's the only, to me, the real benefit of media day, Trey, and you may find this or not. You have such little access to players one on one that mm-hmm. if you have a real specialty angle on a player, you can kind of wait until he. Has uh, doesn't have a lot of people around him and go write feature type stuff on these guys. And I know 
you know, you're looking for newsy stuff. But I, I think that's the one advantage to having um, a media day. Well, that's sweet, Rick. You were thinking of you were thinking of the media, and I, in my head, I was thinking oh, there's no advantage for the university to do oh, that. And you, and you okay. went straight to thinking yeah. about the the people. I'm sorry, you're right. Okay, I apologize. Yeah. But, but, but I used to work at the university. That's how we thought. That's how we thought. We we wanted yeah, people to change. get features. Yeah, but, but mm. the guys get experience being in front of a microphone and being interviewed. Yeah, the things that they take with them the rest of their life. Do you think they try, do, do they get any kind of training in that anymore? Because they do have the group sessions, oh, yeah. and so two or three guys will go in front of them. They do get training for that. Oh, there's no question that they get training for you know how to conduct themselves in front of the media, you know, and get you know they're going to get talked up. They get training on, um, you know, every manners like eating at a table. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they uh, Rick, you probably remember that from back in the day. But they, you know, you, you do certain things like you know what what the outside fork is for. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, all yeah. those kinds of things that you're going to be doing uh, publicly, and most of those guys know. But there's some that that just don't. And um, you know, you get coached up on that. You get coached up on on how to talk to the media. Um, you, you get ruined a lot of times. You know, because. Basically, a, a lot of players are told, "Hey, don't say this." Or a lot of players get kind of scared to uh, to open up. Sure, um, you know, some don't care and they'll just say whatever they want. Right. But uh, those times, you know, those players don't always get selected uh, to come visit with us. But um, yeah, a lot of times you, I, I always remember this one instance. You know, Travis Swanson, love Travis Swanson, great family, but I always called him the wall because you couldn't get anything out of him. He he just wouldn't say anything. <laughs> and this one time, I said, "Hey, Travis, who are who is one of the you know one of the younger players that's that's really jumped out to you? You know, this fall camp or whatever." And uh, he goes, "Well, all of them." All of them are doing a great job, and I go, one name, Travis. I want you to give me one name, and let's talk about this one guy. And he gave it to me, but you know, you had to, you got to phrase it a certain way. But you know, a lot of, they, they get they get coached up, which is what you would do in any business. I mean, college football is big business. Um, you coach up your employees. You coach up your um, well, they're not employees, are they? <laughs> you coach up your your, uh, yeah. you know, your employees and. Uh, and and business and you know how to conduct yourself and how to you know how to meet with people and and all those kinds of things. You so know, they're, they're it's no different than anything else. They're chief executives of companies that are coached by media uh, by uh, public relation firms and how to do that also. Mm-hmm. And so, hey, it's good training. No difference. Uh, by the way, this is from our Buzz text line. Drew asked the question: Why can't you guys talk to the players? I don't get it. COVID, I, I think COVID I changed everything. COVID no. changed a lot. It was already mm-hmm. trending that way. Yeah. I'll say, you know, with each coach, the structure has changed uh, each time and has been, I would say, more, I feel like we've gotten just a little bit less every time. But also, you know, things have changed just a little bit, you know. I mean, with Zoom and mm-hmm. and things like that, I, Zoom's, I think, I like having you know the ability to do zoom stuff now i always show up in person because i want to ask questions and right. i don't always get to on zoom but um you know just the ability to you know quickly record it versus having to record it myself that's that's been nice so there, there's there's plenty of advantages and stuff um but i mean it's just it's just different you know college football just isn't the same as it used to be and that's because there's so much access to it now um in terms of you know what can get out there and it's just different just different different world but i've said before i feel like i I say this every year about this time is you know i'd like and first of all i want to say this arkansas does a great job getting this access compared to everybody else and this you know you're never just going to go back to the way it was but you know we'll have access to practices and get to watch practices that there's other sec teams for the most part aren't doing that you know they may ask that we don't report on an injury and stuff but i'm fine with trading that out if i can watch practice because most schools don't even give you the option to do that so you know i want to say that first but um it's just it's just a different it's a different era now in college oh, football. Trey, that's, that's just like when they stop the access to the locker room after the games Mm-hmm. Where you used to go in there and you could, I, I mean, we loved it for our post game show because we could get all kinds of interviews 
you had access even to the coordinators, uh, position coaches, and so forth. But those days are over. Uh, I don't one know if we'll things, ever be able to go back in the locker room. One of the great things about the NFL that's, that's different than college football is there are rules. In college football, there's not a lot of rules anymore. But in the NFL, you know, if you want to uh, – well, you have to hold – you have to hold certain like open practices for local media, and you know have open you know post game locker rooms mm-hmm. for media. That's those things are mandated, but the NCAA doesn't have like an overall blanket policy. Um, you know that's you know one reason fantasy football would not be able to exist on the NFL level without injury reports. I mean, it just what like people get too frustrated, but the NFL is required to put out injury reports. If college teams were required to put out injury reports, that would probably stop a lot of the the reasons to close practices. Let's talk with Jake. Jake, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? Absolutely, I do. Good afternoon, Randy, Ray, and Brick. Good and afternoon, good afternoon How Trey. How are you guys doing? Good, doing great. Thank good. you. Great. Hey. Hey, so first off, uh, Negative Nancy Mike said, uh, you know, I think 27 times in under 90 seconds. Well, I've got 37, I've got 25, I've got all kinds of numbers. Never okay. mind. Okay, yeah. Anyway, uh, if that dude knew anything about sports, it'd be really Okay, cool. okay Jake, I mean, Jake, 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 Jake. Yeah. Question, hey, all right, question for Trey. Trey. Trey, hey. Yes, sir. Uh, I want to hear more about football. I'm tired of hearing about basketball. I know we got basketball stuff going on. Our basketball team's going to be great. Our baseball team's going to be great. Football's going to be starting this week. Let's like start talking football. Like, tell me what <laughs> are the deficiencies and what are the efficiencies on this team. Like, mm-hmm. what's good? What's bad? Where do we need to look at like problem areas and I honestly, I still say, I, I've been saying this since the beginning of the summer, eight to nine wins, man. I, I, I really I really feel like this, especially with KJ doing the work that he did in the offseason, and, you know, the rest of the team, I, I just feel like we have that ability. I'd like to hear your opinion on that, Trey. And uh, as always, guys, thank you for talking to you, and go off. Thank you. Thank you, Jake. I mean, I don't think that that's out of the question. I mean, eight wins, I think, is is very reasonable. Something you should, you know, expect at least that in year four of a head coach. Um, you know, especially this day with the transfer portal uh, and the work that Arkansas has done. I don't think that's that's unreasonable to expect. Uh, Arkansas has to be better about winning close games. I mean, you look at the Texas A&M game. Obviously, I mean, you can kind of point to one play that seems to like. You know, just change everything for for Arkansas. Um, the Liberty game lost twenty one nineteen because they didn't have a backup quarterback who was health. It was better than KJ Jefferson was. You know, just as a shell of himself. Uh, LSU, you lost thirteen ten. You didn't have any offense because you didn't have your starting quarterback, and you lost at Missouri by two. You know, so the difference is like Arkansas. I mean, what are the close games that they won last year? The Kansas game, that game yeah. never should have been it's, in overtime. Arkansas been had to win that; they had to win that three times mm-hmm. <laughs> before the refs gave it to them. Uh, Arkansas didn't win any close games last year. You look back the year before; it's a pretty even split, if I remember. Pretty even split on games, and so I mean, if you look at it that way, you know they have a pretty even split on those close games. They won nine games back to back years, finishing the top twenty-five. Everybody's feeling pretty good, right? So, to me, it's, it's getting those close wins. As far as looking at this team and where the strengths and weaknesses, people know I feel, I feel good about where they are at the defensive line spot, uh, at, at every spot on the defensive line. Uh, they're, they're three deep with experienced players. Um, I mean, the least experienced might be, um, might be uh, Marcus Miller. <laughs> He's a mm-hmm. senior, uh, you know, uh, or Nico. Probably one of those two, and Nico played pretty good bit last year. He saw some action, so a lot of experience up front on the defensive line. Three deep, nine seniors on the defensive line. Now, is there a superstar? Landon Jackson probably be the guy that we would look to and say this guy's got a chance. Six six two eighty six seven two eighty one. That's what he checked in. The, the wow. roster heights and weights have been updated. Mm. Um, 
and allegedly running 20 miles an hour. And we'll see how all that translates, but those are, you know, that's all we got right now. Uh, is there a star on the defensive line? I don't know yet. Trajan Jeffcoat's former All-SEC player. Uh, we really like Cam Ball's ability. But what I like about them is they're going to get to the fourth quarter. You know, unless there's just a, a huge rash of injuries, they're getting to the fourth quarter in these games and late in the season because they have a three deep. Even if it's just a bunch of average players, they're getting to the fourth quarter and not gra- gasping for air. Nine scholarship linebackers, uh, they only returned four from last year. Two key transfer additions, Jaheim Thomas uh, and Antonio Greer to go with Christopher Paul. I think that'll be your primary rotation. I think also when they go to a 4-3, um, a 4-3 under look, they will have uh, Jaheim Thomas probably as that outside linebacker, 6'4", 240. I think that's kind of the, the, the role they want him in. So... And you got Manny Powell and Jordan Crook also. I mean, those guys have a lot of upside, a lot of potential. And uh, and they'll, you know, they're not going to be asked to play a whole lot. Uh, I mean, I think they will play, but they're they're not going to be relied on so much. You're going to be able to, to rotate a little bit better there. And then the secondary, I would say that's probably still the biggest concern I have on the team. Um, you know, I think they're going to be in good shape at the corner spots with McLovin coming back. Uh, I'm just anxious to see how they move things around. You have Jaheim Singletary, who's a former five-star from Georgia, and Snacks Johnson. I think Al Walcott mans the the nickel spot. And then I wonder, I just wonder a little bit about safeties. Uh, I think Hudson Clark will start, and and who else you have. And then you know, I wonder about depth a little bit. And how long will Jalen Braxton take to come on? You know, or Metcalf. You know, those those freshmen. How long do they take to come along? Offensively, wide receiver still a question just because there's some unknown there. Uh, running back's not a question. Quarterback's not a question. Quarterback's in a lot better situation, as good a situation as it's been probably since since Mallett, Tyler Wilson, and Brandon Allen were on the same team. So, you know, that's the quarterback spot's in good shape. Now the offensive line, we've been waiting for Sam Pittman's guys to get ready to get in there, and now they've got three of them in there. So how well how well will they do? That's that's probably the question. Biggest questions I would say are still safety and tackle on offense. Trey, we don't talk. I mean, we know about Hunter Cam- also. Sorry, yeah, Hunter. Little, yeah, Hunter was- gives me a little bit of concern. Um, Cam Little is is obviously, you know, he's he's going to be a good. He's going to make more than he misses, and he'll make some key kicks. The punting situation. I know that. I know that Max Fletcher has a big leg. He's just so inconsistent. He was last year. He's got to get over that. He's got to be a much more consistent punter. They brought in some guys uh, who are walk-ons. Tyler Larko's one. I don't think Tyler Larko has near as big a leg as Max Fletcher does. But is he more? Is he going to consistently punt at 42 yards? If he can, then you know that's something. But yeah, I would say punting would probably be a question for me right now too it it seems like guys for years i mean i could think back if i really thought about it i'd probably name every punter since like matt (laughs) wait um and arkansas never had a bad punter and then suddenly they just started having punting problems and they just can't seem to, to pull out of it seems like it's been forever yeah let's talk to uh roe roe good afternoon you have a question or comment for trey yeah, I do. Uh, Trey, now, I, w- I was looking at the, uh, the updated list earlier, and I saw some weight gains from some of the guys. Uh, that 242 by Rocket is kind of eye-popping, but uh, Quincy Rhodes, I saw him at 289 on the defensive yeah. line. Like, uh, I know coming He was listed at, uh, at 250 <laughs> before that. Yes. Yes. Uh, now, what are the, the prospects on him? Uh, possibly stepping in and, and playing this year on the defensive line, and uh, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to know about that. Also, do you I'm, see I'm how big? Still, do you see how big Ian Jafard is? Oh my, three ninety four was that right? Yeah. <laughs> oh my, three ninety four. He Holy might be mom. the biggest guy ever. I can't ever, wait. Arkansas. I cannot wait yeah. to get a look at him hey, on Thursday. Yo, yo, is he seven four? Six five. I was. I took my son. I took my son oh, to Razorback man. camp. Smokes. I took my son to Razorback camp. Uh, they had the one day camp for the kids, mm-hmm. and uh, a couple of players came through. But Jafar was there. 
And I looked at him. I was like, I could tell he was a big dude. He did not look 394, but I shook his hand and I felt it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I felt it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, this, this, this dude's a monster for 394. That is, that is mostly muscle. Is what I'm trying mm-hmm. to tell everybody. He ain't just a sloppy 394. That dude is yoked up pretty much for a big guy. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I just I just want to. I'm I'm in, I'm intrigued about the defensive line play. Mm-hmm. I like that trench work and things like that. Uh, and one more, Randy. Can I take one more second to say one more thing? Sure, sure. Uh, I called every show early. I'm doing a fundraiser. Well, my son's doing a fundraiser for the youth football team here in the city. Uh, the only way I can get the link out is by telling people on the radio and on my Twitter page. That's the only place you can get it, or I text it to you. But uh, we're selling some delicious popcorn, and all the proceeds go to help his uh, help his youth football team. They, you need a lot of equipment, and you know, money can get tight when you deal with a lot of kids like this. So, anything anybody can do would be greatly appreciated, man. And I want to thank y'all for just giving me a couple seconds to mention that on the on the show right now, also. Good to hear from you, Ro. Okay. Love to help the kids, Ro. Thank you, buddy. So, defensive line, you know, we kind of talked about that a minute ago, but I think it's it's kind of weird in a way that the number one prospect in the state of Arkansas, who's Quincy Rhodes, probably isn't going to be asked to, hold, to play a whole lot, you know? I mean, it's just with what they have coming back, I mean, now you always have phenoms and maybe he'll turn out. And we should probably get a pretty good idea once they strap on pads here in a few days uh, if he can help them and move past some some veteran players on the defensive line. But you know, right now it's kind of like last year too. Quincy, or excuse me, Isaiah Satania was the number one prospect in the state and and wasn't asked to play a whole lot. So, by the way, if you were thinking of ho- signing up at Hog Sports, anybody listening, getting your fall camp stuff, don't do it today. Wait till tomorrow. Just trust me. Like it. A teaser. All right, Trey, we'll talk with you tomorrow. That's Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Get in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore every day from 10 to 1. Live from the Oakwan Racing Casino Resort Studios on 103.7 The Buzz. Arkansas is sizzling, and Saracen Summer of Sports Cars continues to keep the heat on with an iconic Camaro convertible from Guatney Chevrolet. This is the last year for Chevy's classic Camaro, and Saracen Casino is the only place in Arkansas where you can qualify to win one just for playing your favorite games. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play and win. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Honey, let's pull in here and look at some cars. That sounds good. Hey, here's my card. What are we looking for today? Here's my Come card. Inside. Want to take a test drive? Ever pull into a dealership and feel like you're in a feeding frenzy on Shark Week? It's not that way at Watney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock. Watney's sales team is big on product knowledge and low on pressure. Summer's here, and with 2023 Sierra at just 0.9%, you're going to need a bigger boat. Double down with an additional $12.50 off with eligible trade. Plus, take a bite out of your vacation budget with no payments for the rest of the summer. This dealership really feels like we're on Shark Week. Yeah, and we don't have a shark cage. We're headed to Guatney Buick GMC. Guatney Buick GMC, 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. GuatneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important. And they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. And it can all be found at your favorite Sister Arkansas Edwards Food Giant Deli. This week's special is pot roast for only $7.49 per pound. Paired with macaroni and cheese for just $4.99 per pound. Do you need Rainwater Holton Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 8-888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are. Just dial 8-888-8888. We'll come to you. I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving Arkansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. 
Gary Hill with MSS Oil presents Countdown to Kickoff, Tuesday, August 1st at the Hall. Get a preview of the upcoming season from Andrew Chambly, Hudson Clark, Zach Williams, and Eric Gregory. Plus, a special tribute to Ryan Mallett. Get tickets now at 1037thebuzz.com. Special VIP tickets include a meet and greet and the best seats in the house. Countdown to Kickoff is brought to you in part by Tito's Handmade Vodka, Oakland Sports, the Gangster Museum of America, Corky's Ribs and Barbecue, Ortho, Arkansas, and Party Time Rental and Events. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. When you're naming number ones, one thing that's hard to do is name the number one food item at Tacos for Life. So I took three, three of our kids to uh, Grand to uh, Tacos for Life today for lunch, and um, I asked them, I said, what's your favorite? Well, two of them said quesadillas. They love the quesadillas there, particularly uh, one of them loves the chicken, excuse me, the cheese queso that goes with it. Absolutely loves it. Uh, the other one ordered two tacos, absolutely enjoyed every bite of them. So you're going to like whatever you order at Tacos for Life. Right now, uh, you certainly want to drink some of that strawberry watermelon punch. It's absolutely phenomenal. And remember this, every time you eat at Tacos for Life, you're providing a meal for someone who's food insufficient. They're, one, they're way over 30 million meals provided now in slightly less than 10 years. So you're eating a delicious meal and you're helping someone else get a nutritious meal anywhere in the world. So try them out. You'll love them. Tacos for life. And that's Rick Schaefer along with Ray Tucker. I'm Randy Rainwater. Now joined by Marcus Wimberly. He is the latest commitment to the University of Arkansas for the class of 2025. Marcus, did you have a sense when you went up Saturday that you're ready to say yes to Arkansas? Yes, sir. So it's been a big thing for me ever since I got the offer. You know, I've been really thinking about it. And it's something that I've really prayed for, you know, after I got the offer. And um, the Lord, he kind of spoke to me here and there and kind of told me, you know, Arkansas is probably that place. And on the way up there, I prayed about it a little more, and Coach Woodson called me after I texted him that I'm on the way up. He called me, and after that, I was like, Mom and Dad, we we got to make this happen. You know, I got to call the Hill home, and that's when it finally hit. What was the initial reaction of Coach Pittman? Because you kind of had this scripted the way that you were going to uh, make your announcement, and that is in front of the group of both committed and uncommitted players in this group setting. Uh, what was Coach Pittman's initial reaction? So it's actually a pretty cool story. So we get done talking to Coach Woodson in his office. You know, it's my mom's first time being up on the hill. And so we get done talking with Coach Woodson, and we go into Coach Pittman's office so she can meet Coach Pittman, and we can build that relationship. And we get done talking, and I go, hey, Coach, I just wanted to let you know, you gave me the good news last time I was in here. So I think today is a good day to give you some good news. And I think this shirt that I'm wearing looks real good. And he goes, no, you better watch out now. (laughs) (laughs) And I go, with that being said, I'll be committing to the University of Arkansas. And he goes, no way, you're kidding. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, man, it was just awesome. His reaction was crazy the whole place was crazy it was it was amazing so he said we have what 14 commitments on hand 15 okay 15 commitments on hand and and that's when you say coach can i have a minute you go up to the uh, i guess the podium and you take the microphone that's when you make the announcement to that to that group uh, that you are committing to the University of Arkansas. How cool was that? It was awesome. You know, everybody just, after I made that announcement, everybody stood up and went crazy, and I was like, wow, this brotherhood is already awesome, you know. And it was a great feeling. Well, now, Grayson had told me last week, Grayson Wilson, 
had told me last week he was going to work on you. He was going to make sure uh, that you committed. Was Grayson aware that you were going to make this announcement? Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> so we walked in. I walked into the team meeting room, and uh, I found me a seat. And he comes there and sits beside me. And me and him have kept in contact. About every day after I got the offer, he texts me, so you want to be a hog? Question mark. And I'm like, I don't know yet. <laughs> well, uh, he comes and sits by me, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to be a hog today. He goes, no way. You're kidding. <laughs> and uh, it just, he was really pumped, and then I made the announcement. And so, it, man, it's just great so much. Now, Marcus, we so often use the term, this player has blown up. I think this is just the beginning. I, uh, unfortunately, uh, in today's game, a commitment to other schools means nothing. They they will continue to recruit you, and some will recruit you very hard. Um, you held a Michigan offer. Who else had offered you? Memphis, I believe, had, had offered, and maybe Middle Tennessee. But tell us who all had up to this point had offered because I think this is just the beginning. Yes, sir. So the first offer I ever received was Washita Baptist and then following them was Harding University, UAPB, um, Sam Houston State, Tennessee Martin, Memphis, and then Arkansas and then Michigan after them. Have you heard from anybody since you've made your commitment to the University of Arkansas? Any other schools? Uh, no, sir, I have not. Okay. No, sir. All right, we're going we're gonna to disconnect your phone number so that no one else can, can get a hold of you. How often yes, do coaches reach out to you? I mean, you ever have peace at night when you're at home? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, after I committed, it was just like a weight off my shoulders. And you really just, it just, everything stopped for a minute. And I was able to get back to kind of a sense of comfortability in like my recruitment see this this marcus i think is where you may be the jack of all trades not saying you can't be master of one but you played quarterback you played running back you played on the defense uh you done a little bit of everything at box side where does where does Coach Pittman and the Razorbacks where do they project you to play at the next level? They recruited me really really hard for the safety position, and I think that's where I'm going to end up when I go up there on the hill. Now, don't get me wrong. If Coach Pittman and the staff say, "Hey, Marcus, I want you to come play a receiver or running back or linebacker," if I happen to, you know, get bigger and my frame fills into a linebacker body, you know, if that happens up there on the hill. I'm perfectly fine with it because I just I I am so grateful for that opportunity to play up there and I'll play anywhere they need me to play. Marcus, what are your measurables at this time? And speaking of getting bigger, are they projecting you to continue to grow? Um, so right now I'm sitting at six one one eighty five, uh, running a four three seven forty. What thirty eight eight. <laughs> Say it again. Yes, sir. A four three seven. Yes, sir. That's smoking. Yes, sir. <laughs> wow. I appreciate it, Randy. That's why he got the scholarship. Holy if he ran smokes! Ten, he wouldn't be there, right? Good gracious. <laughs> I think. Uh, well, uh, can you play on both sides of the ball at the next level? I mean, put you out there as a receiver, utilize that kind of speed to to the benefit. Uh, do you like playing receiver? I love it, you know. Defense wins championships, offense wins games, but offense has got to score in order to make it happen. So I do like receiver, yes, sir. So now, okay, as a safety, six one, you said one eighty five. Yes, sir. Are you projected? Do you know Marcus? Are you supposed to grow any more than maybe two hundred pounds? Maybe six two, six three was. All said and done, sound like an Atwater right now. <laughs> I can't say for sure that I know. I know that when I get up there, I'm going to put on a little bit more weight. And if God wants me to grow, you know, it's just it's something that's going to happen. But I can't say I know for sure. That's fair. That's fair. Um, have they have they talked about the uh, 
academic side of it. Have you have you thought that far ahead? Uh, no, sir, I haven't. Um, I know right now I'm maintaining a 3.82 GPA this last year. But other than that, I, there's not anything academically that I know of off the top of my head, no, sir. Talk about the influence that Coach Perry has made upon you. I know your father is a coach, and I'm sure he's had a tremendous influence on you as well. So talk about the influence of both Coach Perry and your dad. Uh, no doubt. Uh, so I'll start off with Coach Perry. Coach Perry is one of the most stand-up guys that I know. I mean, obviously my dad's probably the greatest of them all because I'm biased, my dad, you know. But mm-hmm. Coach Perry is, man, he's a great guy. He's a great coach. He knows what he's talking about. Weight room, it, it was the biggest difference I've ever seen in box shot football. We had, gosh, I think four guys that could bench 225 pounds when he came in. And now I believe 20, 20-something guys can bench over 225 pounds. And um, Coach Perry really came in, connected with us on a personal level, not only as a football player, but as a person. And uh, Coach, Coach Perry, he's just a wonderful guy. And my dad, he's someone I look up to very, very much. You know, I've set him on a pedestal because he's been through so much in life. Like, growing up, it wasn't always the greatest for him. That My mom and my dad had me at a very young age. I believe he was 17, mom was 18. He's still in high school playing football. And to just see him living out his story and what God has done in his life is a big, like, encourager for me. And he just lives out what it means to be a Christian and a coach and a teacher and a friend each and every day. So I just set them very high on my pedestal. That's awesome that uh, you could you could not have said it any better and uh what a great role model that you have in your father now i don't know if you thought this far ahead yet or not and i'm sure coach perry is going to help mentor you in this but you realize now that you said i'm going to be in arkansas razorback you're going to put a little bit of of a target on your back has coach perry talked about you about that yet um, it's kind of been like a whole staff thing, you know. I, I hear all the time, every time I go up there, hey, you need to be careful, you know. People are going to start putting a target on your back and start coming for you, mm-hmm. coming at you, trying to say all these things, trying to take you out. Um, honestly, I, I take it with a grain of salt. It's not going to change the way I play the game of football. I'm still going to go out there, give 110% effort, um, do all the Lord will let me, and just continue to play ball. And, um, you know, if they're going to come at me, it's part of the game. Let's go, baby. <laughs> I like it. So, are you turning now into a recruiter for the class of 2025? Absolutely. You know, if, if Arkansas, if Coach Pittman wants them, I want them. Because especially in-state guys, you know, in-state guys, it's a big, big deal because those guys, they understand what it means to be an Arkansas Razorback. And I'm not saying somebody in, say, Texas wouldn't come in and play their butts off, but somebody that's from Arkansas that knows what it means to be an Arkansas Razorback is going to give their all no matter what each and every second of the game, and they're going to make it happen. So absolutely, I will be a, I'll do my best to be a heavy recruiter for the class of 2025 to keep building this brotherhood on the hill. Well, you and Grayson, you can band together. And both of you can become closers for the class of 2025. Marcus, good luck in this upcoming season for the Boxite Miners. We will follow you closely. Continued success and congratulations. Thank you, Marcus. Awesome. Thank you. I greatly appreciate you guys. Wednesdays during the zone presented by the Wooder Rock Athletic Club. Join the Wooder Rock Athletic Club and save 30% off joining fees with no monthly contract. LRAC.com. From 67-167, it's Billy and Bubba, the Freeway Boys. Well, Billy, we're back working by Guatney Chevrolet. Well, until AI takes our jobs, AI ain't gonna shovel this gravel. I guess it could take the boss's job. Billy, 
AI is not designed to be useless. You don't need AI to find the best deals on new Chevrolets. Right now at Guadney, get brand new 2023 Silverados, up to 7000 off MSRP and rates as low as 1.9%. Plus, 2023 Equinox at 1.9% or an optional 1250 cash back. Come see us at Guadney and avoid all traffic and construction. Northbound on 67, take the Main Street exit in Jacksonville. Right on Main and left on Bailey to our front door. Find new roads to Guatney Chevrolet. 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. GuatneyChevrolet.com. All offers with approved credit. Stock number 24505. Need a new tractor? Zero-turn mower? Maybe even a new utility vehicle? River Valley Tractor has you covered. With Kubota equipment from River Valley Tractor, you'll find tractors that are rated number one in owner experience to take on your toughest jobs with ease. Find them today at rivervalleytractor.com. Work smarter, not harder this year with River Valley Tractor. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. In sports, every coach is looking for the winning combination. Arch Marina North Little Rock is no different. The reason being, they have the winning combination. G3 Boats with a Yamaha motor. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, so can you. Listen each week for your chance to play Factor Crap on Morning Mayhem. It's presented by Stack Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair in Whitehall. Stack Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair provides on-site and roadside service and repair for all commercial vehicles. What's good, y'all? Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Look, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone, and as well they should be, and you should join the convo if we're being honest. Just make sure you do your homework and you go to a provider that you can trust. I recommend Low T Center. It's where I get my levels checked. At Low T Center, it's easy. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and get your results back in about 25 minutes. Let me be clear. This is not a typical doctor's office. It's concierge medicine exclusively for all of us men. Here's the deal. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, noticed weight gain, and or loss of muscle mass, your T levels may be low. Low T treatments are affordable and convenient options, including physician-monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month. Right now at Low T Center, it's only $25 to get your T level tested. So what are you waiting on? Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online. That's LowTCenter.com, Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Drop Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker. I'm Randy Rainwater. This is it, folks, for the month of July. The Double V's July specials coming to an end tomorrow. We'll mark another round of new specials from Double B. So hurry on down to your local Double B's and take advantage of the uh, one liter brisk tea, two for three dollars, or the thirty ounce core water, just two dollars, or the twenty ounce Gatorade, two for four dollars and fifty cents, and then they have the Lay's and Dorito specials. That man, hard to beat the Doritos, two for four twenty. Uh, you can get the big bags, two for eight dollars. It ends today, so you need to take advantage. 32 different Double B's locations around our great state. In fact, if you're looking for a great place to work, go to DoubleBees.com and apply online. And always watch out for the Double B specials for each month. And we'll have some brand new specials starting tomorrow at Double B's, where you gas it, grab it, and go make it Double B's. Let's check in, if he's still there. Let's check in with Steve. Steve, thank you for holding. Good afternoon. Well, I surely enjoyed uh, the interview that you Mm -hmm. had with uh, Marcus, uh, Randy. He's a good one. Excellent. Excellent interview. I mean, when he he, uh, caught my attention when he said he ran a 437, and I'm like, (laughs) okay. Uh, Let's see, he's 6'1", 185. Yes, 
and he's probably going to put on about 20 to 30 pounds when he get up, gets up there and grow about two more inches. Hey, we got Steve Atwater in the secondary again. Well, I was looking. Okay, this, this is uh, from the Democrat Gazette, and it said, Wimberley 6'1", 183, the class of 2025, Ran a 4.52 in the 40-yard dash. Measured 38 inches in the vertical and measured 10 foot 2 inches the broad jump at the Arkansas camp in June. That's why when he said 4.37, I went, what? Because I read 4.5. There's a big difference between 4.37 and 4.5. And, and also, uh, you know, the secondary is going to be questionable because Day Day, he's coming back off that knee injury from last year, right? Right, correct. And we don't know about Quincy McAdoo. I don't think you need to count on Quincy for this Not year. Not this year. I mean, I don't look for Quincy to play this year. I look for him to uh, heal up and get get well. Don't worry about football. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, I listened to a negative Mike's call Friday, and he said, you know, Sam Pittman's in his fourth year, and he's got to win eight games and this and this. And if he don't, then a hunter's going to write him a check and get rid of him. And negative Mike does not understand. Injuries play a key part in every position on the, on the football team. If you have a couple of injuries and a key spot, then that uh, – cuts down your uh, you know other players that you're going to have available oh, it affects depth and the depth is depending upon what position you're talking about sometimes that can be a backbreaker I don't think Wait, I don't I'm think they still see- can afford injuries as an example at the linebacker spot I still think I mean they're right there at the edge where an injury or two and all of a sudden, that position is hurt badly. Well, just remember well, also, and like Mike the offensive line, do we have 15 offensive linemen uh, right now? Yeah. We, anyway, I, I just said a second. Just remember, Mike speaks for himself, not for Hunter Urochek. Yeah, he does. Oh, don't, I know. Don't, don't worry hey, about a thing. I mean, don't I think, thing he, I think he wakes He calls radio shows I think he just wakes to get up. people to call. I think he wakes up wanting to be negative every day, and he says, I'm going to call in every show and get them stirred up. But, you know, I've kind of overlooked what he said here lately because every coach we have is doing a phenomenal job. And, you know, I'm glad Mike Neighbors and the ladies are getting to go on the, that world trip. They're going to yeah, go sure. on here, what, in about a month? Yeah, yes. Great deal. And that's going to help them out. But anyway, guys, uh, it's not too bad today. Uh, it's uh, like 89 here in Magnolia, so it's, it's okay. But, guys, uh, every team is practicing now, so it won't be long, guys. Talk to you later. Okie doke. Thank you, Steve. Well, they got a nice, cool day. It's 95 here. I started saying in yeah. Little Rock, it's about 98 here. So, uh Better enjoy it down in Magnolia, Steve, if you've got that kind of temperature. Uh, this from our bus text line. Awesome job uh, with the interview with Marcus. I don't care yeah. uh, if he's fast, but what matters is what he said about his parents that got me on the board with this kid, that from Savage. He was yeah. talking about his mom. Well, I agree. His dad. Character, faith, all those things, but... Basically, they signed him because he runs four three seven. <laughs> He's good. Yeah. yeah, because all that is one great athletic package. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Let's talk to uh, Boss Hog. No, this is uh, Boss JD Hog. Let me get the introduction yeah, correct. Company. Yes, sir. Well, Randy, I know you didn't have to. <laughs> Rick and I loved ESPN last night, but I know you didn't. But we're not going to get into you know uh, all that. I felt I felt bad for Severino. I mean, Aaron Boone left him out there for batting practice, and I'm thinking it was one of the. I can't remember if it was Cone or whoever it was that said, 
Boone may have done that to send a message to the front office. Well, like, what message are you wanting after six to nothing and you hadn't got an out yet? I think it was seven. No, it was six, wasn't it? Yeah. Did he give up the seven? I missed the first inning. So when I turned, oh, I turned, it, uh, turned it on, it was already seven nothing Orioles, and then it went nine three Orioles. And I was like, these these Orioles, Randy, are young. They're hungry. And five years ago, they promised their fans that they were going to rebuild, and they have done it. And I'm saying they may actually win it all. That's and a good, that's a good looking team. They need no, I mean, it really pitching. is. I mean. Y'all know, y'all know as well as I do, when y'all see a good baseball team, and that's a really good baseball team, I'm not saying they're going to win because you've got the Braves, you've got the Marlins, I mean, yeah, I mean not, the, not the Marlins, you've got the Braves and the Rays. And, the you know, my point is, it's a lot of season left, but that team is a – when you watch them, they're a good young baseball team. And they've got – I can't even keep up with all the names because they're all so young stallions. But they uh, they need a starting I'm, pitcher or two. They they really if they're going to win the whole World Series. That's why I the agree. question is they're still they're still rated the number two farm system even after calling all these guys up. Would they actually give up two or three prospects to get Justin Verlander for this year and next year? Because when you look at the pitching, I don't available, want him. He's old, Rick. <laughs> we don't want him. He's still really Thanks. good. And we, when you look at the pitchers no. available, he, he's the only one <laughs> that you trade no. for. Rick Schaefer, what are you talking about? Have you been on the phone with Stephen A. Smith? Come on, man. <laughs> no, no, no. We that was good. On? I love it. That was good. Have you seen how Justin Verlander has pitched in his last three or four games? He's really been really good. But the good. Astros can't even get past the, the Rangers. They're they're going to not beat the Rangers, and that's another well, that's, good thing. Well, so what I'm getting the, at, there's like four or five Mets. really good things. He pitches for the Mets. Huh? He pitches for the Mets. He doesn't pitch for the Astros anymore. That's why they may make him available. Well, that shows you how much I'm, I'm keeping up with all the other teams other than the Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> because I know a good baseball team when I see it, but I don't need yeah, to look behind too much further. They are a good team, no doubt. They are good this year, and they're real good. And they surprise me, and they and they keep surprising me. And they're just so young that it's just bad. It's great. And then, I, hey, I want y'all's honest opinion on this. Then we'll talk hogs. Okay. Okay. So, with with the Orioles being a, a legit championship that could possibly win the World Series, and y'all know the Ravens are always up in the mix. My question is: Would y'all not think that a damn good parlay? Excuse my language. A damn good parlay would be both the uh, Baltimore teams winning it all. No. I mean, is that not above sixty percent? I want both y'all's opinions. No. Yeah, I think I think bet the house on it. If I if no. I were you, boss, I love the Orioles. They're not going to win the World Series. They're they're going to. I hope they'll go a couple rounds of the playoffs. And the Ravens aren't going to the Super Bowl. MetsHarrison.com. See you, boss, JD. All right, coming up next, Patrick Be- uh, Patrick Beverly, Patrick Bradley. Okay, hour number three coming up. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So 